What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. All right, listen, we back, we back, we back. I told y'all, you're getting back-to-back episodes today. You know, I've, um, it's been a while since I've been recording episodes. So, yeah, just wanted to give y'all a gift today as far as information. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed the previous episode on manufacturer spending. It is a long episode, so I don't know if you chose to choose this episode first. Um, depending if you're seeing the episode on the day of, you know what I'm saying, or before I drop a new episode. But, yeah. I don't really have too many updates. Um, like I said in the last episode, the last credit ebook you'll ever need, it is out. So keep that in mind. And this episode really is more so for the people that are looking to build their credit. Um, you may not know you need to build your credit because you might just be looking at your score like, oh, my credit is good. My credit is um, it's a 760. It's a 740. You might think your credit is good, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. I've been telling you on past episodes, your credit score is not as important, right? I made an episode called, I think it was called um, Your Credit Score Doesn't Matter or something like that, because it's dependent. The main thing in terms of approvals, everything is going to be dependent on your um, your overall report. So by you saying that my credit is good because I have a 740 or 760, that's basically the equivalent of... Someone that is skinny saying that they're healthy just because they're skinny. They might be eating terribly, right? Just because it looks good on the outside doesn't mean that it's good on the inside. So the case that we see with people when they have like a 740, 760, even maybe an 800, but their credit isn't necessarily good is we we see them having a thin file, right? So this episode really is going to help you as far as having a thin file. So you can see in the title, we're talking about primaries. Primary accounts are basically, basically um, primaries are, when I'm talking about primaries, I'm signing up for primary accounts. You're basically going to be signing up for different membership sites so that you can actually build your credit. Their purpose is to build your credit. But when we go by the definition in terms of primary account, primary account is essentially just the person that is responsible um, for paying the account, right? So when I'm talking about these membership sites, when you sign up for them, they are, they are primary accounts. So when it reports to your account, they're going to show the name of that person, right? Or that company. Uh, when we talk about trade lines, some people get confused with primaries and trade lines. So both are different forms of the same thing, if that makes sense. So primary trade lines, like I said, is the name of the person that's responsible for paying it. So this could be you when you apply for a credit card. This could be a company that I'm going to tell you to sign up for, right? If your report isn't ready for you to start getting accepted by credit cards. Because just transparency, if your report is thin, you're going to be getting rejected by a lot of credit card companies. So you're not ready to be a primary. So you might want to sign up for primary accounts. Signing up for primary accounts, I'm going to give you today, is good for people that have like bad credit or they're just not ready to get accepted, right? I don't want to say bad because, you know, some people be feeling types of weight, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, credit goes deep, right? 
Um, you might know about care credit. This is besides the point, but there's care credit for those people that, you know, maybe you want to get your teeth fixed. Maybe you want to get your body done. I know some people out here, you know, trying to get their body done. You know what I'm saying? So, so my whole point in saying that is that credit rules everything. And, um, if you're not familiar with the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which is, uh, 15 USC 1681, you want to definitely get familiar with that because you can utilize that to really get anything off of your report. But we're not talking about that today. So I want to talk about primaries, what they are, and why they're important. And uh, one thing I'll say, too, a lot of people get confused, like, should I just focus on building my credit report? Should I just focus on removing negative stuff from my credit report? So I get that question a lot. And my answer is, you can do both at the same time, right? So when you're actually like getting negative items removed off of your credit report, I'm sure, um, well, I don't know what y'all know, but you might be familiar with the secondary bureaus like LexisNexis, um, you know, I forgot all the others, ARS, SageStream, uh, you know, those, those kind of people. I made an episode on it, but basically you can be freezing those while you're adding, I mean, while you're building your report. So you can build and um, remove negative items from your report at the same time. But the main thing is you want to add trade lines at the end. When I say trade lines, I'm talking about authorized user trade lines. So trade lines meaning that you're buying someone else's primary, right? So understand that there's a difference between primary accounts and trade lines. When I'm saying primaries, I'm talking about signing up for these um, accounts. I'm going to be signing up for these like membership sites. I'm going to be telling you as well as um, you being the main owner of something, which is like applying for a credit card or, you know, having an auto loan. You know what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind. But why should we even care about primaries, primary accounts and everything? Because primaries are very important in terms of building your credit and having a good credit report. It goes back to um, the thin file I was saying, because let's say you have less than 10 positive reporting accounts, right? If you have less than 10 positive reporting accounts, your your file is thin. I don't care if you have nine, if you have eight or whatever, your report file is thin. You want to have at least 10 before you start applying for these main credit cards, right? I'm not saying that you're going to get denied by everybody, but we want to put ourselves in the best position that we could possibly be in. This is kind of, these are the types of information I have in my, um, the last credit ebook you'll ever need, right? You can listen to the podcast, get the information for free. I'm not selling you on the ebook, but I'm just making a point, right? If you want more information, you can do your research, all of that. And also, as I give y'all the information on these um, trade out of these uh, primaries, what you want to understand is you can ask me hella questions, all of that. But the best thing that you can do, really, go to the website, go to customer service, call them. They're going to know more information than I know, right? I'm just a messenger giving y'all the information so you can do uh, more research, right? So, um, yeah, just understand that. So why you should care about primaries, like I was saying. With uh, credit, the number of accounts that you have is really key. That's one of the components. That's one of the data points. If you want to know all the data points, go to one of the previous episodes I've dropped. I'm not, I'm not going to cover everything. This is not a credit one-on-one class. This is just primaries, right? So your number of accounts is really important. If you have less than 10, you need to listen to this episode and get in tune with some of these primaries, right? If you um, if you um, need more payment history, right? Primaries is good for payment history. It's establishing payment history because when you sign up for these sites, you're getting an account reported on your profile and it's up to you to be responsible to pay, you know, the uh, monthly payment. 
uh, credit strong, for example. I'm going to go over that. That's, that's one primary. The lowest amount you can do, you can, you can pay $15 per month and you get reported $1,000 account on your account, right? If you don't have any accounts, they're going to see now you have a primary reporting $1,000 on your account and showing you have good payment history. Payment history is 35% of your credit report. So you want to pay attention to payment history. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's why primaries are important as well, because um, you just want to get positive stuff reporting on your credit report. And the thing is, a lot of people, like let's say you're in college, you're about to graduate, you've graduated, you might already have these 10, at least 10 positive reporting accounts. Because for me personally, the way that I got my at least 10 positive reporting accounts was through my student loans, right? Student loans are going to be reporting on your account. And a lot of times when people take them out, there are a lot of separate accounts, right? So you want to understand that. The first step is really knowing what's on your credit report. If you don't know what's on your credit report, then what I'm saying is not even going to make sense. So really understand that. And that brings me to my next point of why you want to care about primaries. You want to care about primaries because of the fact that the types of accounts that you have, not only the number, is also important on your account. So revolving accounts and um, installment accounts are really important. Installment accounts are things like auto loans, right? Um, Things that you're constantly paying monthly. Installment accounts are um, like auto loans, stuff like um, like your student loans, like I said, those are installment accounts, right? So you want those reporting. You want a good mix, right? You want to look at credit as like a mix, a balance. Not only do you want installment accounts, which are like auto loans and student loans, you also want revolving accounts, which are like credit cards, right? So when I tell you to sign up for these primaries, they're going to report these types of accounts. You can get um, auto loan primaries. You can get, you know, personal primaries and that'll allow you to have that good credit mix. So this is why you really want to focus on signing up for primaries if you don't have at least 10 positive reporting accounts. Even if you have 10 positive reporting accounts, make sure you have that good mix of installment loans, as well, installment accounts, as well as um, revolving accounts, right? So I'm going to tell you these primaries to sign up for that's going to give you installment accounts and they're going to give you those revolving accounts. So just um, just pay attention, right? So... Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. You can also get business primaries, but we're not even going to get into business because if you know about credit, business is a whole different beast. You want to make sure that your personal credit is where it's supposed to be initially, right? Once your personal credit is where it's supposed to be, then we can get into the business. The business is a different beast, bigger limits, um, not reporting to your personal, and that's really just how you leverage and really get what you want to get. So number one, I want to mention what isn't reporting anymore. And my purpose in doing this is making y'all understand that depending on when you're listening to it, um, even if you're listening today, things are always changing. Things are always changing. So you got to understand that what works today might not work tomorrow. So just understand that as far as um, these primaries are are concerned, even with uh, credit. Right. So just understand that the game is always changing. So you want to always update with um, information. So my jewelers, so my jewelers used to be a primary that you could sign up for and they would put like maybe $5,000 on your account after you paid maybe like $100 or something like that. And it would be reporting. But the thing is, times are always changing. And I'm gonna just be transparent. What I've noticed is as you know, more black people have been aware about credit and just wanting to better their situation. We just saw that my jewelers just all of a sudden stopped reporting. So when a lot of people start catching on to things, 
That's when they tend to take them away. So this is why you need to look at your credit as a sense of urgency. You need to really hop on it real quick because you never know when it's going to stop working and you're going to have to you know, start something new. So this is why I really emphasize about building your credit, uh, getting your credit, prioritizing it, leveraging your credit because things are always changing. What's working today might not work tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So you want to get in while it's working. So understand that my jewelers is not working anymore. So number one, don't mess with my jewelers. Number two, credit strong, credit strong is still reporting. So you want to get you um, credit strong. You want to go to their website. You can sign up for different um, accounts. The lowest you can do is $15 per month. You pay $15 per month and they're going to report a $1,000 um, installment account. If you want a really big limit, you can pay $110 per month and they're going to report a $10,000 limit. Some people don't have $10,000 credit cards, right? So you want to understand that you're really getting a bargain for doing that. So go and sign up with Credit Strong. Number three, self-lender. So this is basically a savings account uh, that reports to your credit report, right? You're basically paying yourself. So when you go to self and you sign up on there, let's say you put in $1,000 you want to you know, pay through them. You're going to basically be making monthly payments for a certain amount of time. And like I said, what you're doing is you're establishing payment history while you have an account. And you're also establishing that mix of accounts as you're signing up for the different um, different primaries. Right. So you're doing a lot to really make your credit look really good. You, I want you all to really understand it's not just about the score. You feel me? So you want to really look good to these lenders when you're getting ready to go get funding or do what you got to do, right? Your credit really only matters when you're about to apply for something. If you're not applying for something, don't worry about the fluctuations and things like that. And one thing before I even continue, because I don't want to forget, I would recommend that y'all go to different resources like uh, Nerd Wallet. Uh, I think Wallet Hub is one of them. Um, even Credit Karma, right? Because when you go in there, you're building your score and everything. Even though Credit Karma is your Vantage score versus your FICO score, so it's not fully accurate with what lender is going to look at, you want to understand that you can look at certain cards. They're going to show you like your approval odds, right? So be on the lookout for stuff like that so that when you're ready to apply, you know that you can add a trade line if you need to, authorize user trade line. Um, if you need a trade line, then, you know, definitely get in contact with me because I, I do sell my own trade lines. And if you don't know what a trade line is, authorized user trade line, the whole purpose of it is like you're piggybacking off of someone else's work. So that's essentially what you're doing with these uh, primary accounts I'm telling you to sign up for. If you have a credit card and someone signs up under you as an authorized user, they signed up for your primary, right? But the primaries I'm telling you right now are basically um, account like companies, basically, that you can sign up for. So, yeah, just understand that your credit only matters really when you're about to apply for something. So understand that self-lender, if you put like a thousand dollars or whatever, you're paying a monthly at the end of the term, you're going to get your money back. So you're basically using it to build up your credit. It's a savings account that's reporting. So you're doing a lot of good stuff for yourself. Number four, that I would say is um, Apple Card. So Apple Card, um, what I would do is I would make that as the main payment source for like my bills and stuff just to build up that history you can apply on your um on your phone right now and from what i remember i think they pull transunion so that's that's something if, if your credit is good right if your credit is a little bit good um that's one of the more advanced ones i would say but number five one thing i would say is you want to try and see if you can uh get a pre-approval right for different banks like um discover 
which is why I recommend a lot of clients. I don't personally have Capital One. I've heard bad things about Capital One, but that is a route that you can go. So just be warned. So I would recommend doing that. And I say pre-approval because it's going to be a soft inquiry. It's not going to be a hard pull. They're not going to pull your credit, right? If you know the difference between a hard inquiry and a soft inquiry, you know that soft inquiry doesn't affect your credit score. Hard inquiry is the one that does affect your um, score. And it's one of your data points you want to make sure you don't have too many hard inquiries. So that's um, number five. Just do pre-approvals. Number six is a pedal two credit card. P-E-T-A-L, right? You can Google it, ask them questions. But basically, that's a credit card that um, they don't do a hard pull or anything. You can get approved for up to $10,000, right? Up to $10,000. And now you got a credit card revolving account. So that's one you can sign up for as well, a primary, um, if your credit is, you know, hopefully good. But, you know, go with credit strong. You can just sign up for that if you if you don't have any credit history, if you if your credit is trash. No disrespect if your credit isn't where it's supposed to be. Number seven is Finger Hut. Finger Hut. So the way Finger Hut works is you go on there, you apply, um, and basically you shop with a you shop with them, and then you get a low monthly payment. So you're getting already what you need to get, anyways. You get a low monthly payment, and then you're building your credit in that in that sense, right? You're already gonna shop anyways, so you might as well get rewarded for it and build your credit. So that's number seven. Number eight is kickoff. So kickoff is um, also a primary. You sign up on their website, you pay a certain fee. And um, from what I remember, I believe they report to your um, your bureaus. Like I said, a lot of these I'm listing them off. This is just like my cheat sheet that I give to clients for building their credit. So I know a lot of my clients that have you know heard this information. They might be pissed that they paid you know for the session and everything, but understand that you know I'm I'm here to help you and you know to get to that next level. Number nine is I would recommend if you want you can go ahead and get a secured card. So kind of like what I said with Discover and Capital One, you can go and get you a secured credit card. But the trick that I like to tell people to do is get three secured loans. Because let me let me tell you, let's say you get a secured credit card, right? And it reports to your account every month, you're paying it and you're increasing by seven points every month, right? What'll happen is let's say you get a secured loan, but you get three secured loans, right? What'll happen is you're going from just seven points to now you're tripling your earning potential. So now you're increasing by 21 points every month. And on top of that, you have three accounts versus one. So you're closer to your at least 10 positive reporting accounts. You want to make sure you're making your payments on time. So as far as the secure loans, what I would recommend is you ask for um, you ask for different. What's it called? What's that thing called? You ask for different credit unions. Look for di- credit, local credit unions in your area or different banks and stuff like that ask them on the phone, you know, ask them all the questions because I don't know every role in every bank. Every bank is different, right? You, you might live in a state that I don't live in. I'm, I'm, you might have banks I've never heard of in my life. So the best resource is asking customer service all your questions. So ask them, tell them basically what you're trying to do. I'm trying to build my credit. I want to get a secure loan to actually build my credit. I want to know what is the minimum amount that I can put on a loan, right? If you could put $100 on three loans, and you're trying to pay it off for a year, $100, that's going to be, you know, your minimum payment is going to be small. It's going to be like $8 or something, right? Eight times 12 is 96. So you're going to be paying $8 a month all while you're establishing credit. So just think about that and how that's a hack. Number 10, if you want to establish like auto loan history, because there's a difference between auto loan history and um, just credit history, because if you're trying to get a car, I know a lot of y'all have had questions about like what I'm doing with Turo and stuff like that. 
um, you're going to need auto loan history. So you can also get auto loan primaries. But also one thing you can do if you don't want to get an auto loan primary, you can go to a place called Swap a Lease. Swap a Lease. You can Google it. And basically you can take over someone's loan and that'll start, you know, uh, reporting to your account. And it's a way to not only um, build history, but it's a way to get income because you can rent out something like a smart car or something cheap and really just finesse it. Number 11 is I wanted, this is the last one I wanted to talk about. So uh, something like that'll report your rent is rental karma. So this is a way to actually get paid for, I mean, not get paid. This is a way to help your credit for paying your rent. You're going to be paying your rent anyways. So what you can do with uh, rental karma, or if you live away from your parents, you can essentially ask them to report you on rental karma. I think there's a different one that does it. Maybe rent reporters or something like that. I forget. Don't take my word for granted. But um, yeah, that's a primary that can help you as well. That's an account that can help you as well. The main thing we want to understand is that we want a lot of report, a lot of positive reporting accounts, and we want a good mix of them. That's why I gave you rent. That's why I gave you auto loan. That's why I gave you primary sites so you can sign up for. That's why I gave you credit cards that you could actually sign up for so you could be your own primary. So understand that. Understand the whole purpose of getting primary accounts. Once you have at least 10 positive reporting accounts and you're ready to go get funding, you might need to add a trade line based off of, you know, the age of your history. Because the whole purpose of a trade line is to add more accounts, authorize user trade line, add more accounts. Purpose is to add more accounts. Purpose is to, you know, bring your utilization rate low. Purpose is to help with your age, right? A lot of people, most people, I would say, get a, a authorized user trade line for the purpose of bring up, bringing up their average age of history, right? Because if you go start applying and your credit history shows that you've only had a couple months, you're you know, you haven't showed that you're responsible. You haven't showed that you're reliable. The banks are going to look at you like, like what, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hopefully this episode helped. Um, you know, new, more new episodes coming. If y'all got questions, definitely tap in. But like I said, go through all these names that I named and ask them all the questions that you want to ask them. If you got any questions and yeah, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.